Good morning, everyone. We give thanks to God that we can be together this morning to worship our sovereign Lord and Savior. What a blessing it is that we can also be here to witness those who are doing the profession of faith this morning. We warmly welcome all guests who've joined with us here. Council has the following announcements. To fill the upcoming vacancy of the completed terms of Brother Rob Duker, Anthony Hooksma, and Jerry Dykstra, and to fill the new two new, two new positions of elder that have been added, Council has nominated the following brothers for the office of elder. Brothers Armin Vanderveen, Shane Duker, Chris DeLue, Stu Loss, Glenn Vischer, Gerald Kalkman, and Thomas Jansen. And for the office of deacon, the brothers Jonathan Gritter and Tyson Stell. The election of the office bearers will take place, the Lord willing, on May 9th. There will be a council meeting, the Lord willing, May 17th. All matters for the agenda will be, should be submitted by May 10th. For those in the attendance, we're asking for volunteers after the worship service to assist with wiping down the auditorium. If you're able to lend a hand, please wait outside the auditorium doors for further instructions. This morning's worship service will be led by our pastor, Reverend Julius Vince Bronson. And after the service, we will sing of the proposed hymn, O Christ, our hope, our heart's desire, stanzas one, two, and four. And now in preparation for worship, let's sing of the proposed hymn, Hail the day that sees him rise, stanzas one, three, and four.
Let us rise for worship and lift up our hearts to the Lord. We begin this worship service by together confessing our dependence on the Lord. Our help is in the name of the Lord who made heaven and earth. Amen. Grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. We'll now sing together Psalm 42, stanzas 1, 5, 6, and 7.
Let's now submit our lives to the ten words of the covenant. Exodus 20, God speaks all these words saying, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourself a carved image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth. You shall not bow down to them or serve them. For I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children to the third and the fourth generation of those who hate me, but showing steadfast love to thousands of those who love me and keep my commandments. You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless who takes his name in vain. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. On it you shall not do any work, you or your son or your daughter, your male servant or your female servant or your livestock or the sojourner who is within your gates. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea and all that is in them, and rested on the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. Honor your father and your mother, that your days may be long in the land that the Lord your God is giving you. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. You shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife, or his male servant, or his female servant, or his ox, or his donkey, or anything that is your neighbor's. Commandments that teach us to love God with our heart, soul, mind, and strength and love our neighbor as ourselves. And as we reflect on our own lives and compare our lives to this commandment, we recognize our own sins. And together now we'll pray, confessing these sins before the Lord. Almighty, most holy, gracious Father, we recognize that you have made us to worship you. You have made us to glorify your name with our heart, soul, strength. You have given us all that we need to serve you in this world. We have an eternal inheritance in you. Father, we receive this revelation from your word. We can we could see the revelation of your glory in the creation around us. We know, Lord, of your holiness and your justice and your righteousness and your fatherly love and your grace and your compassion. And yet, this morning again, as we compare our lives to the well-known Ten Commandments, commandments we can save from our minds and from our memories, again this week, O oh Lord, we come into your presence recognizing that we are sinners and we have sinned against you in our thoughts and in our, in our words and our actions. You see, O oh Lord, as well as we see us in ourselves when we compare our lives to your law, that we have had sinful thoughts and desires. We have not always sought to show love to you and to our neighbor. We have said harmful things. We have thought perverted thoughts. We have also even done harmful things. But Father, it is with empty hands that we come before you recognizing our sins. 
We pray that you will have mercy on us, that that promise you have given to us in your word may truly be a promise we experience that the complete forgiveness of our sins in the blood of Jesus Christ. We thank you for Christ Jesus. We thank you for your spirit working in our heart to fight against our sinful nature. We pray, Father, that we may find comfort in your truth and in your love. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. We'll now sing together Psalm 73, stanzas 7 and 8, where we recognize we caused distress, but God holds us to, by the hand all the way to the end, and his counsel guides us so we can use these Ten Commandments also in our lives as a guide. Psalm 73, stanzas 7 and 8. join in prayer and ask the Lord for his blessing over the scripture reading and also for the needs of the congregation at this time. Almighty and gracious God, as we gather together as your people in this building, also participating as your body, in the gym, in our homes, all worshiping you at the same time as your beloved children. We thank you for your grace and your mercy that we may celebrate. We thank you that we may know that we are your 
people, that we belong to you, that you love us, that you purify us, that you care for us and protect us. We ask, O oh Lord, that you will be with the congregation in times of uh, trials and tribulations, times of difficulty, times of suffering. We pray that you will surround the DeVries family uh, as they also are grieving the passing away of uh, Joe DeVries. We pray for Joe's wife Hilda and all the members uh, related to Joe DeVries in our own congregation. We think especially of Sister uh, Alice Bosch, Ralph and Alice Bosch, and, and all their family and the family members. We pray that you will comfort and encourage them in this time, even as they uh, must lay his body to rest tomorrow. We pray, O oh Lord, that you will uh, surround those uh, who are in the hospital, that they may experience your nearness, your love, your care. We pray for Alice Soren as she's also recovering after emergency hip surgery. We pray that you will be with her and her family as they give support to her. We pray for Brother Mike Zeldenrust. We know, Lord, that he is still in the hospital. We also have heard recently of uh, some improvement again, and we thank you, Lord, for this improvement. We thank you for the opportunities you've given to Mike to also interact with his uh, sons, his wife. We pray, Father, that you will uh, continue to surround Michael and Danielle, and Levi and Connor and Jordan with your loving care that is uh, also this improvements may continue. We ask, O oh Lord, that you will be with those who are struggling and facing long-term hardships and challenges and injuries and illnesses, those who have to go back and forth to the doctor for different treatments and who are concerned because of cancer, who are struggling with depression. We pray for our brother Stephen Slump as well as he continues at a touch mark, and also to receive some uh, rehab at Ryu. We pray, Father, that you will bless Stephen and his wife, Julianne, and their children. We pray for continued improvement. We pray that you will also surround and keep this family in the midst of the, the hardships and the, and the challenges they are facing. We also bring before your throne of grace our sister Jenna Appleyard. We know, Lord, that she too is being monitored as they see how best to uh, help her as she struggles with uh, Chiari, with the concerns, with the way that the, the, the brain is, is working, and if there's a need to also help the, the fluids to flow properly. And we thank you that at this time the doctors could decide that operation is not necessary at this time and that things are going well for her. We pray that you will continue to be with Jenna and Rob and Linda, her parents and her siblings. This is something that's always on their minds as well. We pray that you will continue to grant healing and improvement, that you will bless the doctors and nurses with wisdom as they give her guidance and as they seek a good treatment for her. We thank you that Jenna can enjoy such a, a well a, ordinary way of life and can continue to, to study and to do her exams for school and to work. And we pray, Father, that you will continue to be with her at this time. 
Now as we turn our eyes to your word, O Lord, and as we come from this consideration of the trials and tribulations and suffering in our own lives, we pray that you will guide us by your spirit to understand also what we are, not only what we are facing, but also how the spirit leads us to react to difficult times, whether it's oppression, attacks, persecution, or other trials and tribulations in our lives. We pray for your blessing over the proclamation of this gospel. Equip your servant in this place to be faithful and clear to your glory. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. We'll now open God's holy word and read together from Romans chapter 12 and from James chapter 1. Romans chapter 12, verses 14 to 21. Describing marks of a true Christian with love and honor, being patient in tribulation, verse 12. Verse 14, bless those who persecute you, bless and do not curse them. Rejoice with those who rejoice Weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Never be wise in your own sight. Repay no one evil for evil, but give thought to do what is honorable in the sight of all. If possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave it to the wrath of God. For it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. To the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. For by so doing, you will heap burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. And we'll turn and read also from James. James chapter 1, we'll read the first 12 verses. James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the 12 tribes in the dispersion, greetings. Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness, and let steadfastness have its full effect that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God, who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will be given him. But let him ask in faith with no, doubt, with no doubting, for the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind. For that person must not suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways." Let the lowly brother boast in his exaltation and the rich in his humiliation because like a flower of the grass he will pass away. For the sun rises with its scorching heat and withers the grass. Its flower falls, its beauty perishes. So also will the rich man fade away in the midst of his pursuits. Blessed is the man who remains steadfast under trial for when he has stood the test he will receive the crown of life 
which God has promised to those who love him. And then we'll also turn to chapter 5 and read the verses just before our text, showing the context, the difficult situation of believers at that time. James 5, verses 1 to 6. Come now, you rich, weep and howl for the miseries that are coming upon you. Your riches have rotted, and your garments are moth-eaten. Your gold and silver have corroded, and their corrosion will be evidence against you and will eat your flesh like fire. You have laid up treasure in the last days. Behold, the wages of the laborers who mowed your fields, which you kept back by fraud, are crying out against you. And the cries of the harvesters have reached the ears of the Lord of hosts. You have lived on the earth in luxury and in self-indulgence. You have fattened your hearts in a day of slaughter. You have condemned and murdered the righteous person. He does not resist you. For the reading of Scripture, then we'll sing together Psalm 37, which again is a psalm that uh, speaks of some of the oppression that is faced by because of evildoers who attack the church, and also describes how believers respond to this. Psalm 37, stanzas 2, 3, and 16. <laughs> 